Welcome to episode 147 of Lean Blog Audio. It's June 8th, 2016. This episode and blog post are titled, From 1994 But Relevant Today, Why TQM Fails and Parallels to Lean. Now, some of you listening to this might remember the total quality management movement or TQM movement of the late 1980s and 1990s. Many would look back and maybe label that a fad. But as I've said about lean, lean is only a fad to those who are susceptible to fads. As I blogged about back in 2006, and as a lot of you know, management's often very prone to jumping from fad to fad. Now, many organizations have moved on from TQM, maybe after labeling it a failure, and many of them then moving on to lean. As I've also written about, the organizations I've visited in Japan seem to have layered lean methods on top of the foundation of their 20-year TQM efforts. They never did away with TQM. They've built upon it. Here in 2016, we're often talking and writing about so-called lean failures or lame initiatives, uh, lean as misguidedly executed. These initiatives have bastardized lean or missed the point completely. One can argue that lean doesn't succeed or fail, just like TQM didn't succeed or fail. People and organizations succeed or fail. I mean, lean has been proven to work, but that doesn't mean it always does. The same was true with TQM. The 1994 book titled Why TQM Fails and What to Do About It is a book that could be, I think it is, very relevant today in the context of lean. I'll give credit to Dr. Greg Jacobson from Kinexus, who had a copy of this book on his shelf. I, I bought a copy and have recently been reading it because I was curious to see if there were parallels to be found with lean failures. And I, and I read it because I think, uh, I guess I'm a big geek. Uh, the book's description says, TQM was once touted as the management approach that would revitalize American business. Now, faced with meager improvements and deleted budgets, managers are wondering what happened. Why TQM fails and what to do about it is a troubleshooting guide for all areas of quality management. You'll understand the most common mistakes organizations make during a startup alignment and integration and learn the actions your organization can take immediately to avoid these failures and reap the intended rewards of quality improvement. Whether your organization is in the midst of a TQM crisis or just wants to avoid disappointing results, this pioneering reference reveals how to increase the probability of success and gain genuine enduring support from executives, managers, and workers. So maybe TQM was oversold. You know, maybe consultants and those who embrace TQM overestimated the ability of executives to change their approach and to leave old management habits behind. I was lucky to learn about TQM, Deming, and Lean during the early informative years of my career. It's much more difficult for somebody maybe with 30 years of experience to unlearn what they've learned and done in the past. Those things, you know, to unlearn those things that have made them successful as individuals, even if their organizations are struggling. So in the blog post, I share some excerpts from the first few chapters. And if you want to read uh, the fuller excerpts, you can go uh, to Lean Blog dot org slash audio one four seven. But I'll, I'll read a little bit of these excerpts here. The first excerpt, the very beginning of the book says, much has been written recently about the failures of TQM, as if this is just another management fad in decline, following in the grand tradition of quality of work life programs, quality circles, and the like. When they read about these problems, managers shake their heads sighing and then go in search of the next panacea, this time with a little less enthusiasm. Many try not to smirk too openly, as if they 
always knew they could outweigh this program as they have successfully withstood a barrage of previous management initiatives. It says later in this excerpt, um, if there's been a failure of TQM, it is not one of philosophy, it is one of implementation. And if we allow management to go in search of a replacement, we only enable them to avoid facing their own failures, thus perpetuating the search for the silver bullet. And the, the authors say, many TQM efforts, I would add, not all, many, have not yielded the expected results. And they believe there are common causes for those failures. So I think, you know, there, there's a lot of cases where TQM was doomed to failure at the start because there wasn't a compelling case for why TQM. The authors say, to please customers, to enhance competitive position, or to follow along with the crowd are all poor reasons to get involved with TQM. The best and only reason to engage in a TQM implementation is to improve the organization's performance in all areas, financial results, customer satisfaction, and employee satisfaction. So I'll, I'll add, I've long said that, you know, quote unquote, because lean is trendy, is just about the worst reason for a hospital to try to embrace lean. This often leads to superficial efforts. Many auto suppliers and other manufacturers basically went along with TQM or lean because a customer told them to. For different reasons, many would rather say they're doing lean or look like they're, quote unquote, implementing lean instead of really embracing it. There's a uh, another excerpt here about, um, a company that wanted, quote, the illusion of TQM. Uh, one company sought the services of a consultant to help develop a brochure that described the company's TQM program. The brochure was to be a response to several major customers and numerous potential customers who had asked for information about the company's quality program. The flaw, however, was that the company did not have a TQM program and had no interest in starting one. The company simply wanted the brochure. So I, you know, I would add, there's no shortcuts to quality, just as there are no um, shortcuts to lean. You know, how many are just pursuing the illusion of lean? The final excerpts include some of the other reasons for TQM failure or underperformance, and I've seen all of these in the context of lean. The first set, or one of them, says, employees doubt the company's commitment. Uh, that management priorities are short-term financial results, not quality or customer satisfaction. Employees who attend the training agree that the new approach to quality makes a great deal of sense. However, they don't believe the company is serious about the effort, end of quote. Now, when I've worked with frontline staff in hospitals on Lean and Kaizen, they often get really excited by the potential and the promise of these new approaches. But then, you know, at some point, they usually ask something like, how do I know this isn't just another program of the month? Or how do we know management is serious about this? Or aren't they just interested in cost cutting? Because sometimes that's all they ever talk about. Another failure mode from the TQM book says, training doesn't start at the top. Uh, it says training is typically directed at middle management and employees at lower levels. Executives do not receive the training they need to lead the effort. Now, I can't tell you how many times executives have, have somehow proposed that lean is all about training or somehow fixing their frontline staff and managers. As Dr. Deming said, quality starts in the boardroom and that, that applies to lean as well. Other failure mode from the book, lack of follow-up. In many organizations, employees complete the training and hear nothing more about TQM for a year or longer. Things may be happening behind closed doors, but most employees don't realize it. They think the effort has died. This is still, I think, you know, fairly common today. 
an initiative gets announced without much to back it up, without any action. So I guess my question is, how do we avoid repeating history here? Or if we're already repeating history, how do we have fewer situations that make people say, why lean has failed? Um, I'd be curious to hear what you think. Um, if you want to read more of these excerpts, see links to the book and my other blog posts, go to leanblog.org audio 147.